Defining moments spotlights a particular moment, incident, or case that either led the writer to a career in physical therapy or confirmed why he or she chose to become a physical therapist or a physical therapist assistant. This is the account, in her own words and voice, of Rachel Tavel, PT, DPT. She's employed at Shift Integrative Medicine in New York City and writes about physical therapy for several national publications. As my horse hobbled up the mountain toward Ruminahui, a volcano in Ecuador that rises more than three miles above sea level, shooting pain radiated from my upper back toward my ribs. It had started an hour earlier when my horse had stumbled over uneven terrain and blasting wind. At that moment, I felt my upper back and lower back collide. The pain was shocking and disconcerting as I was only three hours into an all-day trek. I felt uncomfortable and lost in more ways than one. This was in 2010. I was a travel writer, so adventures like this were common. However, after seven months living in Quito, where I worked as a staff writer for the travel guidebook company, I was adventured out. Having endured a relentless parasite and numerous aches and pains, I had been questioning whether this dream job, so exotic and enviable on paper, was what I really wanted. Heartbroken and feeling physically broken down, I was reconsidering what mattered most to me. Despite the beautiful views, exotic food, and excitement and unpredictability of my life as a free-spirited travel writer in Central and South America, I wanted to be able to not just see more of the world, but to do more for that world. My interest in becoming a physical therapist had begun many years before. When I first arrived at Bowdoin College in Maine in 2001, I knew that I wanted to row on the crew team and that I wanted to write, but I had an interest in medicine as well. Knowing that it would be difficult to pursue all of those interests, I decided to investigate and prioritize. I attended a meeting during my first week of college for anyone interested in pursuing a medical career. Science professors outlined the list of pre-med courses we need to take if we wanted to get to medical school. The list was long and did not excite me. They also suggested that we avoid participating in extracurricular activities such as joining a sports team because the academic requirements of pre-med they advised were rigorous. Rigorous didn't scare me. The problem was that as I browsed the course catalog, I was drawn to everything but the science courses. I was intrigued by offerings with names like the history of Tibet and archaeology of the Hellenistic world. The more I looked at the catalog, the more strongly I suspected that the pre-med track wasn't for me. At the time, all I knew about medical careers was that you could become a physician or a nurse. Physical therapy wasn't on my radar. In the end, I listened to my gut, which led me far from the sciences and down a clear path to the humanities. I ended up majoring in Spanish with a minor in archaeology. I also spent all four years rowing on the crew team, as I'd intended to do. I was perfectly happy with those decisions until I hurt my back during the spring of my senior year and had to miss my final season of rowing. Instead of waking up at 5 a.m. to row as the sun rose, I found myself in physical therapy. What I expected to be a sorry substitute to mornings spent rowing on the water was actually, much to my surprise, enjoyable. I fell in love with the process of targeting specific muscles, learning about anatomy, and gaining a better understanding of my body and the causes of my pain. I started to think, what if I could share this knowledge with others while helping them regain function? I wondered about becoming a physical therapist. 
When I looked into what was required to apply to doctor physical therapy programs, though, I figured it probably was too late for me. There I was in my last semester of college, and there were 10 undergraduate science courses I still would need to take and pass in order to even have a chance of getting into DPT school. I determined that it wasn't meant to be, and I went in another direction completely, accepting my first job as a new graduate working for Travel and Leisure and Food and Wine magazines in my native New York City. As soon as I found myself situated among the office cubicles in Times Square, however, I knew a nine-to-five office job wasn't for me. Around the same time, in 2005, Hurricane Katrina hit New Orleans. My heart broke for the people of the amazing city I'd gotten to know while visiting my long-distance boyfriend. I felt helpless with no skills to assist anyone. I decided to give my physical therapy idea another chance. I attended an open house for the DPT program at New York University and left with excitement and hope. The more I learned about becoming a physical therapist, the more certain I felt that this was what I wanted to do. But the more I looked into the time, cost, and personal sacrifices that such a decision would require, the more overwhelmed I felt. An opportunity to work as a travel writer in Mexico arose. That, too, excited me, and it was slightly less daunting, so I went with it. I spent more than five years working as a freelance travel writer while also editing a school publication in the city. I enjoyed that rare opportunity to explore the world and get paid for it. Still, I found that my interest in becoming a physical therapist never went away. When the publishing industry began to tank during the recession of 2008, and after some literally painful experiences in travel writing, none more painful than that ill-fated trek up Ruminahui, I finally felt ready to go all in on physical therapy. I was in my late 20s. If I was going to take on grad school and try to become a physical therapist, it was now or never. After a final unforgettable travel trip to the Galapagos Islands, I packed my stuff and moved in with my parents in New York City. I quickly crammed for and took the graduate record exam and applied for NYU's post-baccalaureate pre-health studies program. I got in. So while many of my friends were getting married, being promoted, and purchasing homes, I was buying number two pencils and going back to school. After a year of coursework at NYU, I moved to Cambridge, Massachusetts to finish my post-baccalaureate pre-med coursework at Harvard Extension School. All along, I had NYU's DPT program and that open house I'd attended in 2005 on my mind. Spending two years doing pretty much nothing but studying just for the privilege of being able to apply to programs that might not even admit me was both tedious and stressful. It was humbling, too. I'd had no science background, but there I was taking courses in physics, chemistry, and biology. The experience taught me a lot about grit, patience, and determination. I worked hard and got through it. When I was accepted into NYU's DPT program, I felt as though the weight of the world had been lifted from me. I was really doing this. I was going to become a physical therapist after all. Still, the journey consumed more than five years of my life and all my life savings. It forced me to relinquish financial stability, relationships, adventures, and freedom. There were many times when I questioned everything. Why wasn't I fine with simply holding an office job like so many other people? But it was so worth it. Now that I'm a physical therapist, I spend my days helping people find their strengths, regain their passions, and live a better and more active life. 
That makes me so happy. I also love writing about the many ways in which physical therapy can help people prevent injuries and achieve their goals. My articles have been featured in such national publications as South Men's Health, Runner's World, Bicycling, and the Huffington Post. I consider it a privilege to have not just one, but two dream jobs. After a bumpy, often painful, and definitely challenging journey, I finally arrived at the destination that I was meant to reach all along. This has been an APTA podcast. APTA members can access the latest podcasts and transcripts at www.apta.org podcast.